You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Watch that crate, that's very expensive! For centuries, he has remained hidden. Watching. Waiting. And now, he is coming. He knows your secret hopes. He sees your private dreams. And he can grant your every desire. Well, I'm not a <laughs> greedy man. How about a million dollars? I remember a certain potentate whose last party was talked about for centuries. Oh, God, how I'd love to host a party like that. I wish to be beautiful forever. Even if it kills you. As you wish. Was it worth it? Would you like to escape? No! Beg for your life. Help me! Pray for your soul. But whatever you do... Ready to play? Don't make a wish. <laughs> wish master. Careful what you wish for. Oh man, is that awesome? I mean, what what more could you want out of a trailer? What more could you wish or, for? Yeah, what more could you wish for? Ever in your life, and as die. If, I guess if that was a wish that he tried to grant, you would end up getting killed by an endless stream of Shrek trailers or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but but yeah, so that's uh, that's the movie we're doing today, guys. We're super amped about it. It's Wishmaster, easily the uh, fourth to tenth best uh, serialized horror series of the mid nineties. Uh, I am Nick. As joined uh, forever and always by my good friend Dave Lowry, and we are the uh, VHS Vengeance uh, Companion Podcast, companion to the live show, now with a new home at a Kelly's Olympian second show, May twentieth. Oh, look at uh, these guys moving up in the world, moving downtown Portland. Oh yeah, yeah taking and, over. And it's good. we're on a marquee now. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. We're we're feeling pretty big time. Uh, but for the podcast, uh, we like to uh, you know, like we said before, we're just two. Cult schlock movie nerds culling through the the wasteland that is the Goodwill bins, the back of vintage stores, the free boxes, and uh, boxes underneath the garage sales to find the best, the worst, and the best, of the worst of the uh, quote unquote VHS classics and uh, see if they still hold up. Uh, and today we we got one that Dave found. Uh, yeah, this is a amazing film, a little movie. From 1997 called mm. Wishmaster. And I love this fucking movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Double thumbs up. Dave's already given it his sign of the seal of approval. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm going straight into final judgments. Uh, this is great. Uh, Nick, how did you like it this time around? Uh, well, like I had only ever seen the third one. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's right. a rough rough place to and start so, in the series yeah. yeah i quit the series almost immediately in uh with that terrible terrible movie uh not only and i never gave it i never gave it a shot until you said we have to watch it and i was like oh god almighty i do not want to do this <laughs> but uh there's so 
There's so much different between the first two and the third one. You don't even count the third and fourth one, really, no. compared to the first two. No, it, it, the third one is kind of like the third Road Warrior movie, where I just pretend it doesn't exist. I love the first two. That fourth one's pretty cool. The third one, I just don't it's, talk it's, about it. It's the Highlander 2, the quickening of exactly. the series. Well, I mean, hey, I... Uh, to be fair, I don't like that. Hmm. Okay, that's a different podcast. Let's not get into a Highlander. But uh, okay, so Wishmaster. Where, where what, to what begin? made you get, fall in love with Wishmaster? Great question, Nick. Thank you for getting me back on track there. Uh, I was at uh, Movie Madness. Shout out to Movie Madness, the best rental place in the world here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, I'm looking around in the horror section. I look up. There's this bloody skeleton up on the wall. A big gory prop skeleton. And I'm like, that's dope. It's got this little, uh, you know, like marker underneath. And it says, uh, this is the actual prop skeleton from the film Wishmaster from 1997 uh, that was used in the opening scene that rips out of a man's flesh and then starts murdering everyone at the party that it's at. And I'm like, would have me sold. I, I was like immediately like I am renting this movie. Yes. And I did. And then I watched every Wishmaster movie. And, well, let's just talk about the first one. Yeah. And may- maybe the second one. There's a little bit in the second one that connects to the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's an, uh, themes of awesomeness that happen between the two. Um, but the, the, the first, the, the origin of Wishmaster, telling you, setting the foundation for what this is, uh, is a party, crazy party happening in Persia. Yeah. 1127 A.D., Yep. Where a Persian king uh, somehow has found uh, the jinn. And uh, and if you're not familiar with this term, it's D-J-I-N-N. Right. Jinn, which is like a fancy way of saying like uh, genie. And if you're right. into like occult and conspiracy uh, circles, this is like a big thing that gets riffed on a lot. So, you although, know, shout out to all my spooky heads out there. like. You Although the, it starts out with one of those cool like text intros, where like in the beginning and yeah. they're setting up the mythology, yep. but it doesn't make any sense from the get go, which also kind of sets up the rest of the series. Where it's like in the beginning, God created the earth mm-hmm. and man and and fire, yeah. and then fire created the jinn, and basically blah 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 blah. If you <laughs> ask the jinn three wishes, they get to take over the earth with evil and right. wipe out humanity. But I, I, I never – I mean, we're only introduced to this one Jin, so maybe the other ones work differently. Maybe this is their cue, and he's the rapscallion of the bunch. But it seems like every wish, whether you even wish it or not, involves you being brutally tortured and murdered. Correct. And therefore, how and or why would you ever get to a second wish, much less a third? Correct. And, and, and so it's introducing basically a new – uh, sort of movie monster and it's it's kind of like what are the rules of this monster like with a vampire you're like okay you know it's got a certain set of rules with a with a werewolf it's got a certain set of rules what are the rules for Wishmaster? it's basically just a genie that fucks up and murders everyone that he talks to and that's it and yeah. he bends the rules every situation he's in is different it doesn't um, it's very much like uh, it's very much wrestling rules and or Simpsons rules where like the Simpsons (laughs) everything only has to matter in the scene and then it can totally change and have nothing to do 
in the next one or the previous one, or Wrestling Rules where it's all kayfabe and it only has to matter within the match and Ooh. or the storyline, and then you can change it as as you want. I love uh, when you bring up wrestling lingo. Oh yeah, but you jabroni. That, that, that's that's kind of <laughs> that's that's what the gin does basically. I mean, the very first one what you're introduced to in Persia eleven twenty seven is Show Me Wonders, which right. I guess you could. Okay, okay, wait, hold on. Let's give it some context. So, like you said, we're at this we're we're in the oldie times, right? And uh, we're at this this uh, you know very orientalist sort of a uh, you know party going on, and uh, there's a a, a, a genie, a genie um, that's like, "What do you wish for?" And he looks like a monster, and he's surrounded by a bunch of like skeleton men. You remember this? Yeah, shit? yeah. Yeah, I, who I think are, I don't know, I think they're other djinns, I don't know. But they're not moving, they're not doing anything. He's the only one talking. They might be already dead, I don't know. Every every scene in this movie is like a big mystery, it's it's pretty great. Um, but he goes like, what's your final wish? And this sultan or whatever uh, just <laughs> says, uh, show me wonders. And, and the wishmaster uses that as free license to murder everybody at this maybe like three, four hundred person party. But not just in like, oh, they, they all start bleeding from their eyes or they explode or something. No, they're very inventive ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, These are a bunch of Mortal Kombat deaths, I got to say. There's there's the there's the the guy who you saw his skeleton pops out of him. Oh, this and, is yeah. I mean, it's it an amazing a Harryhausen skeleton warrior yeah, attacking yeah, yeah. other people. A guy a guy's skeleton rips out of his flesh, and a skeleton is riding somebody else around like a like he turns them into oh, yeah, Harley Davidson. It's great. Um, uh, there's the there's the lady who turns into uh, Cobra Commander. From yep. G.I. Joe the movie. And yeah, there's be- like a becomes, snake lady. She becomes like, ah. a snake alligator lady. Yeah, she seems like she's doing okay. I mean, she's alive. She crawls away. Yeah, she's all right. Uh, there's a guy who gets put into the wall and becomes part of the wall, and it's yep. just his face screaming. Uh, so th- there's there's a bunch of stuff. But then, uh, uh, as is happens usually in these situations, a uh, good-hearted uh, shaman a court magician yeah he's like an there's an alchemist and he oh boy i'm kind of losing track of the very fast details of the well, scene he, but he's he, like make isn't he pouring blood into a gem he, or some he shit? makes a bloodstone right literal bloodstone uh says a crazy incantation and captures the genie in this in this bloodstone uh and holds him there in imprisoned for a, a thousand years until right. We get to one of my favorite parts in uh, horror movies is when it's set in present day quotes. I yeah. love that. I love when it's always set in. By the way, not day. a thousand years later. I'm I'm doing yeah. math here. If it was a thousand years later, it'd be twenty one twenty seven. So, then I, could, I do want a Wishmaster sequel set in the future. Why not? Ooh, then he would he could fight Jason X. That would have been a good crossover. Batman Beyond goes up against him, yeah. but he like he's like I wish I knew Bruce Wayne's like would love me, <laughs> and then somehow that kills him. I'm getting off track. Anyway, uh, but so uh, he gets into present day. Uh, he, he's locked in a statue, and then that's uh, Robert England is there buying the statue. Uh, Robert England makes a, he makes a pretty funny appearance in this. Uh, Wes Craven's always hooking him up, and he did the same here. Robert England, aka um, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger is in this movie, um, hanging out, just kind of. He's, he's kind of like, hey, a, a douchebag antique dealer guy. He's like, I'm a real creepy guy, and it doesn't add up to a lot. Yeah, uh, not not much. But uh, we're in present day, and uh, yeah, we're in a, a dock scenario where it's like, ooh, oh, there's a we're moving the um, 
the statue that contains the gem off of the ship. And, uh, of course, there's a dock worker who's, like, pouring whiskey into his coffee. Bad news. This movie has a very strong not-drinking-on-the-job theme that runs right. throughout. Well, fair which, enough. Hey, fair enough. I mean, do your job properly. Yeah. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right, and it's probably worth doing sober, which is why I'm not drinking during this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, uh, this crate falls off of the... Uh, dock uh due to this drunk driving uh, crate driving accident yeah. whatever and uh kills this guy smooshes him real good that's death number one. Oh yeah and we got the the gem opens up or no it doesn't open up yet the gem the is just loose up. from the, the statue, statue opens up you Thank can you. see the gem and another dock worker dude nabs it like free spoils yeah no one's gonna notice this thing gone they didn't even know it was there uh and gives it to his friend. Who cares? Like it ends up. It ends up. <laughs> there's there. There's actually like a weird like chain of uh. Ownership it enters into there. the marketplace. Yeah, and and there's like multiple marketplace exchanges that we nothing. Some that, of which we see, and some of which we don't. Yeah. Uh. But uh, a an antique dealer guy who's straight out of like a ninety Skinamax movie. I would say he's straight out of a twenty eighteen like pawn show like a reality show he's like how much are you gonna give me for that gym he's got he's, he's got, got a little thin a yeah gold he's got chain. a silk shirt open <laughs> open buttons lots of gold chains uh you can tell he doesn't know anything about antiques but he does know about money yeah what makes money and he gets the stone gives it to his top uh stone scientist uh gemologist, gemologist. slash tennis aficionado slash High school basketball coach, yeah. coach slash other stuff lady friend. Um, that's our heroine. Yeah, yeah. she's so we, yeah. It's it's a blonde lady who. Oh boy, I'm I'm really bad. I don't know this character's name or the oh, actor's name. Alexandra. Oh, Alexandra. Yes. Which we we like. We're really going to get into the uh, accent of the Wishmaster. At, at shout out point. to Andrew Divoff who plays oh. Wishmaster. God bless you, sir, wherever you're at. You're amazing. I want to talk to you one day. I mean, there's nobody else. There's no other celebrity I yeah. care two shits about. <laughs> Andrew Divoff is my guy. Andrew Divoff. <laughs> and I just want to talk to you about Wishmaster, too. That's it. That's only I want, I want to talk to you about. But uh, uh, Alexander finds Stone and uh, unwittingly unleashes the genie when uh she just blows on it like she, she blows on it and he's like "Ooh, the breath of a lady that yes. awakes that that awakes you that's but true. but that's not exactly when he gets released uh that gem gets sent to the lab now her tennis buddy not quite boyfriend who she's friend zoning um yeah. is examining it and he puts it through some kind of like investigative laser as you do you know one of those lasers that figures stuff out Right. I don't know. Everybody following along? I, I'm sure you are. This is this is all of our lives. Um, yeah. After this laser crosses through the gem, the uh, the gem splits open, and um, a little slimy mutant man comes out of it. Oh, that's right. Played by Vern Troyer. Yeah, R. Vern P. Troyer, aka Mini Me, plays the uh, larval stage of Wishmaster in this movie. So Vern fucking Troyer is in Wishmaster. I don't know. And he uh, he crawls over. To uh, the guy who, when the when the stone split up, it exploded the lab, and he's all 
mortally wounded. Yeah, he he got hit like a bad hit, uh, like a like like a Star Trek Enterprise got hit by like ten phaser blasts yeah, yeah. at once. He's or something. all cut up and busted yeah. up, but he's he's still alive. And the he's like, Vortor asks him, "Do you wish for the pain to end?" And he says, "Yes." And that's of course his cue to. Uh, I'm going to interpret that to mean you wish to die. Yeah, and that's he, like kind of his whole thing. Just well, never that, talk to Wishmaster guys. Yeah, never, 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 never engage. Never engage. <laughs> Do not engage. Stranger <laughs> uh, danger. But so he so he he takes his life essence, takes his body. And uses it to grow a little bit, yeah, and become more. He's he's taller. Yeah, he now like levels bigger. up on the Pokemon scale, I guess. I yeah, know. pretty much. And he does that a few times before he reaches his final form. Yeah, um, and they all look fucking stupid. Well, they- the second <laughs> one with the homeless guy, I liked. He he looked cool. Oh, the hooded, the hooded. He that looked, is a good look. He's like hooded Jeepers Creepers. That is a good. Uh, yeah, that that one was pretty cool. And then with his final form, he does look dumb with his stupid little tentacles. fucking Rasta tentacles yeah. shit oh yeah i'm but, not great okay so uh, it, it feels like we're, we're 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 going down a rabbit hole of trying to explain every <laughs> single death and scene and there's just too much there's too much so you're uh you're uh awesome uh amy took amazing yeah, shout notes. out to amy rose fellow comedian and my partner uh she... currently in korea not to date this podcast but whatever um yeah, took these notes, uh, wrote down some bullshit kills for me. So that's uh, that's a thing. So, okay, at this point in the movie, Wishmaster is loose. He's loose, and his mission is this, as far as I can tell. He's got to make that initial lady make three wishes of her own free will. Also, on a, I guess for kicks, he's running around making anybody that he talks to wish for something, and then he kills them, and he takes their soul or murders them. He can either just straight kill you or grant your wish, mm-hmm. in which case he, he that person who you wished uh, ill against always dies. But then you lose your soul whenever he calls he calls in the debt, yeah. and that's how a bunch of people die at, at the end. Uh, but he's he's loose now and he's starting to collect souls and he's getting her. He's building a power so that he can take her on and make her give her three wishes, and then that's where this tally of bullshit deaths super bullshit deaths every happen. every death is crazy it's kind of like if you had a writer's room chug a bunch of beers and then nobody said no to anything like any idea was good to go green light uh death number one is the uh tennis guy dying uh we already covered that uh two though is a hobo we have a scene between a like a street dude um like an old like ah, i'm drunk and a, uh, a pharmacist, and they get in an argument, and Wishmaster's like, what do you wish would happen to him? And uh, Hobo's like, I hope he gets cancer and dies. And then that guy's head explodes and his skin boils, um, which, as we all know. He gets an extreme fast-acting cancer. Yeah, he gets, like, hyper-cancer. Um, Within a couple of minutes, boils ex- pop up and explode all over his body, and then he shrinks and shrivels up behind the pharmacy counter. It's, yeah, it's super bonkers. Um, I, I think what would be so much funnier to me is if, like, we just saw that pharmacist, like, and, and then it just cut to, like, a really touching montage of him, like, getting ill and getting That's worse. Yeah. And, like, him fighting it and his, like, family rallying around him. He goes into remission like, twice. Yeah, he beats he it, but then really it comes is... back. And, like, it's, like, a whole, like, journey. Like, uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Because that's how cancer works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, your head doesn't explode. But 
That's not where we're at. We're in Wishmaster. That's right. We're in Wishmaster. Wishes. And so that that guy goes down. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, any other like high, there, there's one I know that was that that guy that kid doesn't. There's a kid. The uh, sideshow boss's cousin. Do you want to see this? That's what I've read. Yeah, like he when he takes Divoff's body because mm-hmm. he has to wear a human skin because he can't look like the Wishmaster all the time. And so he takes Divoff's body from the morgue uh, and puts that skin on a, you know, assistant, orderly, happens to walk in and see him doing this. A real carrot top looking dude. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Wishmaster's like, oh, you should not do you. Do you wish you did not see this? And he's like, yeah, I wish I didn't see this. Or no, he doesn't. He doesn't say that, actually. That's one of the... He doesn't say anything. He just asks him, do you wish you hadn't seen this? And the kid is in shock still, like, wait, what? I don't know. And then the Wishmaster takes his eyes. And he he doesn't have any... It just skin flaps now on... on, It's like that part... It doesn't happen in the Matrix. Or no, he covers up his mouth. It's like that part where... It's like that with his eyes. "Ah!" But he never wished for it. He didn't ask for it. He didn't even say, yeah, like, he didn't, it was, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. You can hear this emotion in Nick's voice, and this is the, this is where you're going to be if you watch this movie. You, you, you feel like a defense attorney against Wishmaster this whole time, where you're like, your honor, if, if I could say, like, I don't believe my client actually wished for this to happen to him. Like, it's, it's just, Wishmaster is, there, there's uh, maybe in, really the, bending the idea of consent. In, in the hundreds of deaths between the first two, which we, 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 you know, we're only going to count those yeah. for the Wishmaster series, that happened in the first two, there's maybe three people who actually say, I, yes, I wish that this thing, and then it gets turned on them. The other 99.9995% right. of the people either cool. don't respond or don't, they just say, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. What do I want? Oh, you said it. That that, 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 that counts. In a better series, like every death would be a real Twilight Zone ironic twist on your your will. You know what I mean? Like, um, like shout out to one death in particular in Wishmaster Two. Okay. Where um a guy goes, I like a, a guy has an enemy and he goes, I want that guy's head, meaning like I want to I want to kill him. I want to have his head. You know. But uh, Wishmaster just takes that guy's head and makes it his head so that now like his head is that other guy's head he looks like that guy it is now his head that is a great ironic like yeah, yeah. hey i did exactly what you said most of these things are like not like that though. Like, well, it is a well, real the... abuse of, of of the wish i will say well like uh the uh was the girl who said she wanted to be beautiful forever yeah there's a there's a a, a, a clerk that uh andrew divoff after he assumes human form, it's just like, hello, I'm a big creeper. Uh, let, could we actually just, like, pause and do, how do we talk like Andrew oh. Duboff? Like, oh, since. By the by, where is that tasty little sister of yours today? Yes, the shit just hit the fan, didn't it? Let's get this over with, shall we? Make your wishes. Wishes, Alexandra. Yeah. All right. So when uh, Andrew Divoff is a real treasure in these first two movies, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about why he isn't in three and four later. But um, I just want to talk about how he talks in these movies and how to talk like Andrew Divoff, I think. And this <laughs> is the things I've come up with. Number one, put a little growl in your voice. Do a little, like a little, little growl. 
And then number two, emphasize the wrong syllable all the time. Just the wrong syllable. Hit the hit the wrong syllable in every word. Like English is not your thing because you're ancient, right? You right. came out of a gem. You're new here. And uh, number three is just kind of put put an uh, kind of a uh on the end of all of the end of your words. Well, that, and that's why I picked the that trail that one trailer to to start this off with because there's a, there's those like two really good examples that are in there of that. And I, I even I even questioned if uh, some of the names that they used, they that the scriptwriters worked around his weird crazy accent because it doesn't work as well with other names like like her name was Alexandra Alexandra and yeah. then, but but it wouldn't work the same you know if he was like Tiffany I or... I disagree I think he'd be like there's the, um, there's very few that wouldn't work actually Tiffany Megan like, I feel like there's no name in this in this planet that andrew divoff couldn't take and just chew up and spit out like <laughs> he is just just chewing this dialogue and it's great it's 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 pretty amazing <laughs> i i was highly entertained um speaking of uh our comrade amy rose she was like oh great now now <laughs> you guys are doing this episode david's just gonna talk like andrew divoff it's so much fun two weeks. it's so much fun to, to, to talk like it again he was over it for a minute there but I just always, I still to this want to find a situation where I can just say, me, your, we, she, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but, but the, I thought, I thought the one you were going to bring up of the bullshit, uh, ways was your guy, Johnny Valentine. Oh yeah. So Johnny Valentine is a, um, bodyguard outside of a posh sort of eyes wide shut almost. Played by you know. Candyman Tony Todd. Yeah, Candyman. Yeah, fucking a man. I forgot that's Candyman. Yeah, much so, respect. Yeah, right on. Well, that guy, that guy's playing like a bodyguard, and I love this. It's a, t- it's one of these tiny, tiny characters in a movie that just really sticks out. Um, and he's just like, <laughs> how does he introduce himself? He's just like, the name is Valentine, Johnny Valentine. You remember that when they asked, "Have you lost your eye?" Forgive my brashness. And you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of badass, but whatever. Uh, but he, the Wishmaster asks him, like, is this weird, like, this weird vulnerable mode of, like, you can't be happy at this job. You don't seem like you're happy at this job. Yeah. Don't, don't you wish you had a different That's life? It's like a Maury life? moment from Wishmaster. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, like, let's come on. But you, why you would you like engage enough. with him? Why would you keep talking to him? He's 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 trying to get into this party that he's not invited to, and he's chasing Alexander, and he's going to kill everybody. And That's just how good Wishmaster is. He gets vulnerability even out of Johnny Valentine. But I agree. Like, that is a... You gotta stay strong. But yeah, stay like, frosty. After, after he's talking shit to him and Johnny Valentine tells him who his name is and like, oh, I'm gonna fuck you up if you stay here. Like, you better leave. Then he's like, come on. You don't like this job, do you? That's true, Wishmaster. <laughs> you wish you had a different life. I do wish you? that. Don't you wish you could escape? I do. I do. And then what does he do? Well, <laughs> what happens is, because Witchmaster is an asshole, uh, and so this clearly comes from... what he meant is, like, I have bigger aspirations than just to be a bodyguard, but the next thing you see is a red carpet leading up to a spotlit Harry Houdini water chamber. Yeah, yeah. And and, and Johnny Valentine is in a straitjacket inside of it, drowning to death. And that, and the last, and then the last, the, <sighs> as Wishmaster walks away, saying, "Houdini did it in a minute fifty-seven seconds. It's vaguely related <laughs> to the idea of escape. So, gotcha. <laughs> Fuck you, Wishmaster. 
And God damn it. <laughs> that was the short but beautiful uh, appearance of Johnny Valentine. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's talk about the uh, police massacre. Uh, this oh, is not the final massacre. No. This is a mid-movie massacre. Amazing. Probably this time around my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. I um, think so, too. Wishmaster gets booked. No, no, no. He just goes in. Or he just goes in. And he he's just, just he's like... Oh the, yeah, that's right. He's looking for he's looking I don't for know, her. One of the characters. He's looking for her in relation to the to the case of the explosion at her friend's lab, and uh, he's like, you know, who who else was involved? And the the cop, the detective, the lead detective is like, I'm not going to tell you that, dude. Why yeah, would I? Why would I, why would I tell you that? Why would I tell you that? And he's like, Oh well. Uh, <laughs> what about that guy? What's his deal? And he's like, oh, that son of a bitch. Who, this guy just looks like a generic, like, he looks third like a, level 90s action movie henchman. Like, he doesn't look like anything. I would say less than that. He looks like a mid-manager at Whole Foods or something. Like, he looks, he's just like kind of a boring looking white dude with long hair. I don't know. But yeah, but the, the, the detective's like, oh, that son of a bitch. This like, fucking monster. <laughs> like, every time, every time we try to get him and he always weasels his way out. With his brilliant knowledge of the law, <laughs> and uh, I really, I really, just once, just once, we'd like to catch him red-handed, yeah, with the gun still in his hand, and we got him dead to rights. And then the wishmaster uh, makes it happen. It makes it happen by making this guy go berserk and putting that gun in his hand. So this guy is like, "Whoa, wiggity, wiggity, whoa!" And he grabs the cop's gun and just starts mowing down every cop in this fucking police station. It is, out of nowhere, a bonkers shootout scene. I mean, he is, like, fucking just boom, 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 fucking just clapping every one of these cops in this police station. And then they, like, tackle him to the ground. And then you're like, wow, that was crazy. But then he gets back up. He grabs this cop by the, the jaw. He kind of yeah. hooks this guy by the cheek. Rips his whole face off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just rips his face off like superhuman style and then gets uh, shot to death like a million times. Yeah. And then um, and that and that, that one cop that wished for it is like, oh, my God, it's that thing I was just talking about. And he looks back at Wishmaster. Wishmaster has already taken the evidence that he needs and he's slightly walking out. And he's kind of looking over his shoulder like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> that's my style. <laughs> that's what you wished for. It's... It's I man that scene is is so over the top I I love it. But then so but, but then we we come to the end which there is a lot at the end too. There's another party massacre that's pretty awesome uh based off of uh Robert England saying uh oh man or wow this party's pretty cool and Wishmaster's like oh, I once no. went to a party. Yeah, that- he's like dude, I don't know if you remember the beginning of the movie, but I fucked up a whole party full of people. It was pretty crazy. It was buck wild. And then, and then the guy's like, "Yeah, uh, I can do with something like that." And then he's like, "Okay, I got it." <laughs> I think, and the the quote is, uh, "I went to the party that was remembered for ages." And he's like, "I love to be a part of a party that was re- remembered for ages." And then it turns into a crazy, uh, like insane massacre with uh, stuff that happens that defies the laws of physics. Everything know? is going super crazy so this guy it's a, it's like a millionaire's mansion and for no reason other than it works for this scene he's got like statues of warriors from all through the ages like right. there's a guy holding a poseidon trident and he comes alive and starts stabbing people there's like a samurai he comes alive and starts murdering people there's a big painting of like 
uh, hide. Yeah, from we think literature. It's, it's either Jack. It's either Jack the Ripper or Dr. it might Jack be Jack Mr. Hyde. I don't know. It's like an old timey British slash him up dude. And then uh, when I, we can agree on that. And then he jumps out of the painting. He jumps out of the painting. He's with like, a, yeah, with a crazy uh, <laughs> grin. Yeah. And then this weird, like, fucking cobra-like butcher knife thing with spikes on it. And then he, he starts stabbing people. But also Freddy, like, he's like, well, oh, I don't feel so good. And he just, like, pukes up a David Cronenberg-esque uh, wad of, like, biomass that then spawns, like, scorpion legs and like dude i don't know what's going on i mean i saw the movie a bunch of times i don't know what's yeah, going on how in this he, movie it's like how like how is that thing related to the Wishmaster? it's is not it? it's just awesome this whole movie is just an excuse to do crazy special effects it's like, like he throws up an alien kraken kind yeah. of which was like what the what did that couldn't that thing take out the Wishmaster? it's it's i mean it's essentially like he like captured like tapped into the universe of the mist and this just <laughs> crazy creature thing popped out. It's not controllable. It could just take out everything, including you, I think. Yeah. Because then there's a couple of things. Like there's one dude who uh, I forgot why he gets a he gets hung from his ankles from the ceiling, but that's really beside the point. Because while he's hanging, a big weird tentacle flappy monster thing pops out of his throat. Yeah. And doesn't really move, but just keeps wiggling around nonstop through the rest of the scene. Uh. And then uh, Alexandra finally comes face to face with the Wishmaster and the final four little uh, stone warrior guys. Yeah. Who kind of become his henchmen right there at the end. Uh, yeah, and- he's rolling deep with those statues for some reason. He's like, this is my new click now. <laughs> and they, uh, he, he corners her and uh, puts her sister in a painting that's on fire. Oh, boy. Yeah, we or should also she put, mention... She like, puts her like, in a painting of a burning house. Which, there's an underdeveloped subplot where, like, she's already lost her parents in a fire and, like, something like that. She's got PTSD because, like, she, you know, she's a fire survivor or some shit. And, like, that's her deepest fear. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Let's just skate on past that. And then, um, yeah, he he's like, what's your wish? You know, and she's like, um, I wish that that dock worker at the beginning of the movie wasn't drinking that day. And then Wishmaster's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my one weakness, specific wishes. I can't get around that. <laughs> and then and then we see a version of that day where that guy was sober. He didn't put any whiskey in his coffee and he was a professional. God damn it. The crate doesn't drop. None of this shit happens, and uh, everything's happy. He gets sucked back into the jewel. Yeah, and he's back in the jewel, and he's but he's like, I'll be here for the next one. <laughs> and he is. And, and he is. And he gets the, he gets to come back again with the. Uh, you see, it's usually he torments uh, uh, chicks that find this jewel. It's always some pretty lady that finds the jewel. Yep, there's four four of these movies, and they're all and it's all a different girl. It's like he doesn't come back for Alexander. It's a different chick next time. Yep, yep. Uh, but uh, they always awake him, and then he wreaks havoc, and then you've got to find a specific way to word your wishes to get him back in there. Uh, but they do. They she Deborah Alexander does successfully in the, in Wishmaster One, and uh, then we get to look forward to him getting being him being awakened in Wishmaster Two. Now a little bit of a uh, uh, meta sort of trivia about um this whole series uh so andrew Diboff is an amazing character actor he right. fucking kills it in wishmaster one 
He's also in Wishmaster 2, which is has half the budget and is not as good, but totally worth watching if you're into this kind of thing. Um, he wrote himself. He himself was so into this mythology that he wrote a screenplay for Wishmaster 3, and he came to the studio and was like, guys, love this series. I, I, I love being Wishmaster. Here is my script for Wishmaster 3. I cannot wait to do this project. And they were like, dude, you're... You're just a character actor. We don't. You're not. A, you're not a writer. We're not going to make this crazy movie you wrote about like what is this Y2K anxiety and gargoyles and stuff. It's crazy. I've read it. Um, they were like, no, we're not doing this. And he's like, well, fuck you then. I'm not being in Wishmaster Three. So they did it without him. And Wishmaster Three is terrible. I strongly recommend just skipping that one. Didn't you rage quit during that? I. One? It's dude. I have a very strong tolerance for watching the worst of the worst movies, and that movie, I was like, fuck this shit, like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I, I, I watched an hour of it, and I was like, I, I think I could, like, take a nap. It would be a better <laughs> use of my time. I don't know. So, was, and th- and that was, that was unfortunate, that was the one I started with, and I yep. was like, oh, man, I would much rather watch anything more than this. Yeah, try, try Wishmaster 2, man. He goes to jail. Wishmaster yeah, 2 Wish- is pretty much like Wishmaster goes to prison. Like, that's... Like, Ernest goes to jail? Yeah. It's, it's pretty exactly, much yeah. they're equally as magic yeah I think. <laughs> it's a uh, wish master goes to jail and he may there's there, there's a lot of cool stuff that he makes a what uh he gets one guy to tell him yeah i wish my lawyer would fuck himself yeah and get me out of here and then <laughs> there's a really drawn out scene where the lawyer actually fucks himself actually like his body <laughs> bends in half in half and yeah. this guy fucks himself in the ass it's in really poor taste <laughs> yeah there's it's, uh, there's it's, uh, he's, he's using his hips and everything too like it's it's a, it's a whole like scene. i've thought about it pretty hard i don't know how the you know just the physics of it really work but and i like that the while it's happening uh the prisoner what about my case the prisoner's just yelling <laughs> oh man, what about my case like Stop getting yourself off. What about uh, my case? Yeah. Well, I... But that's Wishmaster 2. Yeah. Check that out. Most assuredly, check out Wishmaster 1. Yes, please look it up. And and if you're in Portland listening to this, rent it from Movie Madness. From Movie Madness. Yeah. yeah. Give, give him a shout out. Uh, while we're giving shout outs, we got to give a shout out to uh, our, our wonderful host. Yeah. Uh, uh, the YGM Podcast Network. Yeah. yeah you're going to meow. Thanks, guys. Uh, we've been on a hiatus for a while, but we're going to try to, like, knock out some episodes here. Uh, it's very good to be back here in beautiful downtown Portland at the You're Going to Meow Podcast Network. Um, yeah. So. That, that day, I think that's it for now. And I think that's a wrap on Wishmaster. Nick, did you have any other notes that you wanted to cover? On- no. Nah. Not for Wishmaster. Cool, cool. I, I, I think uh, I think we covered everything I could wish for. Oh yeah, I'm I'm just oh boy, <laughs> I, I, you know me, man. We've I been just... talking about talking about this movie for like a month, yeah. so it this is cathartic. It feels good. It feels good to be done. But yeah. it was it felt good to watch too. I'm really I'm actually really glad I, I caught this one and and the second one. Like I'm glad I added it to my horror cult knowledge, and you guys should too. And uh, we'll see you again next time. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to VHS Vengeance on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>